0: You are listening to the Toxic Mold podcast with my husband Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 100. Bleach on mold is a great idea. Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. I can't believe that we are already past Easter.
1: Yep, Easter was yesterday uh, for those of you that celebrate it, and yeah, it's just 2020 was such a weird year that it it felt kind of feels like a drug on, but then it kind of feels like it flew by. Yeah. But this year just seems to really just flying by. You know, it's starting to get warmer. We don't have three foot of snow outside. <laughs> Uh, you know, spring's kind of in the air and so yeah, it's it's kind of crazy that we're we're already into April and we're on episode one hundred.
0: Yes. Oh wow, a hundred episodes. I can't believe that it's actually been a hundred episodes. And it was
1: kind of crazy. When we first started this, first of all, for our listeners that don't know, I was just a blue collar mold mitigation company and mold inspector, and my wife Cassandra talked me into doing podcasts writing books creating courses doing consultations she's pushed me to a direction that i didn't really see a mold company going into so it's interesting it's very when you wanted to do podcasts i was like "Mm, no. (laughs) well then i tried to do a few episodes by myself and i didn't i didn't care much for it Maybe our listeners don't care, but I, I just think it's easier. But anyhow, I never—I th- would never would have thought that we're into episode 100. So that would—we're coming up on two years. Wow! Because wow. we do one every week. So
0: yeah, years flies. So at
1: 104, that will be—that would be our two-year anniversary. Wow!
0: And I mean, our mission has not changed. It's really to—I mean, you've wanted to educate people about mold for a long time because. The lack of education is affecting people's health and the health of their families.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's a direction that I just, you know, my body's beat up and I love to educate people. I never thought that I was an educator, but you tell me that all the time. But people need to, you know, we need to keep on this forefront of both can have negative and nasty health effects on people. And it just... to me, it just gets ignored. It's kind it's, it's crazy to me, especially when we talk about COVID, you know, that it's, it's aerosolized and I think about mold that's airborne and I'm just like, why doesn't anybody talk? It's like radon. Why doesn't anybody talk about mold and radon?
0: Yeah. And it it needs to be talked about. I mean, especially now that people after the pandemic, while we're still kind of in the pandemic, there's, they're at home more. Yeah. They're working at home. Their their kids are being homeschooled. Now the indoor air quality issue of where you live is even more important than it was before.
1: Yep. Yep. It's definitely, it's definitely had a huge impact, I think, on people in the last year. So, yeah, it's, uh hopefully our listeners learn, you know, I don't know it all, but I try to teach it to you guys in a, you know, I call it layman's terms, but you know instead of being I'm not a microbiologist I'm not going to get all technical about everything and use big words and in biology microbiology terms but it's it's a way we could talk to our our listeners and just explain what what it's all about absolutely we Which, probably should get to the subject yeah, we should
0: <laughs> but it really leads to the subject because I think so many people are miseducated about bleach and mold yes there are articles all over the internet that swear that bleach is the solution to
1: mold I should have grabbed my EPA book of mold moisture in your home from the EPA that states right in the book to spray bleach. That So our, for our listeners that are like, well, I, this, I've heard, you know, or some mold specialist said, even the EPA says that. But the problem we have is the EPA, and I can't remember for sure. We talked about this before, but they classify, I believe, um, any any chemicals or biocides for mold, the same as like pesticides. So they don't even... My point is is they're just so vague about it, but it, it, it is probably the most common misnomer that I ever hear is well, I was told to spray bleach on mold.
0: Where do you think people are hearing that from? Do you think it's the internet?
1: Oh, well, you know, we have and I shouldn't make fun of it because one of the things we're going to try doing is a YouTube channel, but you know, you have the YouTube warriors and <laughs> The internet and, you, you know, social media. And like I said, you have a book, which the EPA doesn't have those. They don't give those books out anymore. They're still available, but anyhow, even the EPA says it. So I, I think a lot of people just, a lot of things I hear, spray bleach on, on mold, and mold's naturally present, so it's not a big deal. Okay. So I think people just, there, there's probably a number of reasons why people, people say that, but I, I hear it all the time.
0: Yeah, it seems like people just hold on to that, but I don't think people actually understand what's in bleach, so can you explain, like, what what is bleach exactly?
1: Well, let me... So, I'll I'll answer that, and then I'll explain what you can spray bleach on, but the the main reason you don't want to use bleach is 95% of bleach is water, and 5% is sodium hypochlorite, and that That chemical and and different bleaches have different chemicals, but for the most part, just just think of it this way: Whatever chemical you're going to buy and it'll you know it'll say that it's you know mold re- stain remover mold remover it's going to have at least ninety percent water, and then whatever the rest of those chemicals are that are in it they're going to evaporate quickly so let's say you spray mold on this sheetrock right in front of us. Mm-hmm. It is sealed, so it probably would run down the wall, but let's just say it's a porous surface. There's no paint, no primer on it. It's The chemicals are going to evaporate, and then the water is just going to go deeper into that surface. Okay. So going back to what I was uh, saying, what you can put bleach on is non-porous surfaces like this desk we're sitting at. Okay. Yes, it is a wood desk, but it... Like the wall, if you sprayed it, you can just wipe it off. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. But if it was your studs, your floor joists, your roof trusses, insulation, you don't spray bleach on it because that chemical is just going to evaporate. For listeners, if you hear a little background stuff, we got a nice little hell storm coming through. We apologize. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. You never know with weather in Wyoming. So really, I mean... So then, is it the case that when people think bleach is curing their mold problems, they're spraying mostly water?
1: They're feeding it. Oh, they're feeding. <laughs> That's even worse. Right. So for our listeners, just just think about it this way: if if you if you water your lawn, or it, a hailstorm is watering our lawn, the moisture is going to start seeping down into the ground, mm-hmm. and how far it seeps down is obviously determined by how much moisture. Yeah. Well, the bleach you're doing the same thing. You're just mold is just like your grass or your trees. It wants to start deep, going deeper, mm-hmm. just like like termites do. So when you spray that water on there, like a, or the bleach, the chemical evaporates, and then the water just goes deeper into the wood and the mold. The mold is the one that's that's utilizing that. Oh, wow. Just so it's like just feeding it. Just like your plants or anything. If you stop watering it, it's going to stop growing.
0: Exactly. Huh. So it's just so really bleach is just feeding it. So then what can people use ble- bleach on?
1: So I touched on that, like our desk. Um, you can use bleach on non porous surfaces. That's, you know, tile, grout, which grout and concrete are they're defined as being porous, but it's they're not porous enough for it to hurt anything. So if you have some mold on your countertops and they're granite or they're laminate, you can use bleach and clean that up. But once again, for our listeners, I have to tell you that a professional should always do it. But per our certifications, if it's smaller than nine square feet, so if it's just a little spot on your countertop, you can do it. and You should use all the proper PPE. Does that mean you get in a monkey suit that we use on mold jobs? Yeah. Is that necessary? Well I'm gonna tell you it is. You can decide whether it is or not. <laughs> My point is is you need to have the proper PPE.
0: Correct. So at the end of the day, would you recommend that people still seek out a mold professional rather than doing the bleach thing? Always. Always. Okay.
1: And and the reason I say that is it's due to the fact, you know, we touched on and I don't remember if it was I think it was a couple of weeks ago. We talked a little bit about um, some mold consultations, and you know, when when clients have a mold consultation, or if I go do a mold inspection, it's a lot more in depth as far as what I do versus you know someone that is just going to spray mold on it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna get down to, and I'm gonna make sure we're figuring out if mold is causing health concerns. If there's a moisture issue, if there's a humidity issue, you know, we do all sorts of stuff. So, yes, you always should get, I mean, obviously, I'm a little biased, but you should always book a consultation with me, even if you're going to have mold testing done. Because I'll walk you through the steps that should happen. The inspector's not going to like me that you hire. (laughs) He's going to say that this guy's an idiot. He's just taking your money. But I'll walk you through, as a third party, looking out for your best interest, what should be done. So you always want a professional.
0: Absolutely. So then, given what you just said, what should what's your call to action for people?
1: Well, make sure you know we just naturally grab stuff underneath our kitchen sinks. You know it to clean glass or clean whatever. Make sure you know what you're using and what it's supposed to be used for. Okay. And make sure, here's another big concern that, that, that isn't talked about very often. We use all sorts of different chemicals for mitigation, but never mix chemicals. Like we, we have stuff that has hydrogen peroxide in it. We use, you know, disinfectants that don't have it in it. Just make sure you know what you're using, but don't, 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 uh, become the mad scientist and try to mix chemicals together because you, you could inhale something that could could kill you. And so speaking of that, make sure you're wearing a mask and always wearing gloves.
0: Okay. Mask and gloves always. And some of the things that you offer on the website, like we've got the mold investigation checklist that they can sign up if they give us their name and email address or the mold fact sheet will at least help educate people. So as they're trying to decide, well, do I use bleach? Do I use something? like? They need more education about mold in general. They can sign up for either of those lists and get that from you.
1: Exactly. We don't sell your email address. We're not going to send you spam. Every two weeks, I create a post that pertains to typically what we talk about in the podcast or what's on our Facebook post that's educational, and it goes out every two weeks. It's not, I don't know how many words it is, but it's like one page. You know, it's so it's not, we're not going to baffle you with a bunch of facts you don't care about, but it, it does give you something on paper that like, oh, okay, this is what I should do. So you just go to our site, at the bottom, I believe is yes, where it is.
0: You'll find it in multiple places, but at the bottom, you'll find sign up.
1: Yep. And then, you know, you can always opt out of it, but it's always best to, you know, get a, get a couple of your family members or friends and get them to sign up too.
0: Absolutely. get them to subscribe and listen to the podcast as well.
1: Yep all right and they can hear us every week
0: yes they can and they can learn something new every week hopefully yes (laughs) we will catch you on the next episode prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home download steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash cncmoldchecklist again download steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash cncmoldchecklist